Welcome to New Destiny Christian Center's Message of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Teresa Verdecchio. If you want to find more information about our ministry, please visit us online at www.newdestinychristiancenter.com. We know that in John 10, 10, he said that I come to give life and that more abundantly. And he also exposed the uh, resume of the enemy. He said, but the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. God is a good God. He's always good. Everything good comes from God. If there's anything bad, it's got the devil's fingerprints on it. It's got his breath all around it. He's around because he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But he's a master of deception. Then he tries to convince you that it's God that did not hear you. That if it's God that abandoned you, it was God that has forsaken you. And he comes with religion and he tries to uh, paint a picture of who God is through his filter that is framed by lies. But I'm telling you that God shall arise and his enemies shall be scattered. That there is a move coming in the earth. That we're going to begin to see God accurately, biblically. And we're going to see him as he truly is. And I believe that we will spend days in repentance for believing the lies and breaking up with them and embracing the truth that sets us free. The Bible says that you shall know the truth. Jesus himself said it, and the truth shall set you free. And yet he said in John 14, 6, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the only way to the Father. Amen. He is life. Jesus is life. And so to know truth, you must absolutely know the person of Jesus Christ. In fact, if you're like me, it's quite tiring when you're trying to research what is actually truth because we're living with so much deception out in the world that's coming through every avenue that you do not know what's true, you do not know who's lying, you do not know who's uh, manipulating, you do not know what's truth as far as what is accurate, what is factual without a taint and a manipulation on it. But the one thing about Jesus, he is truth. So if you take everything you hear and if you run it through the word of God and through the person of Jesus, that is going to bring the alignment to what is a truth and what is a lie. Every day of my life, I pray, God, don't let me believe a lie. If there's anything I be I'm believing that isn't accurate, would you please bring your light and would you please shine upon the dark places, the crooked places, the places where lies have been allowed to go undetected because I do not want any way, shape, or form to be a part of a lie, to be involved in anything that has to do with deception because the word tells us that in the last days, one of the signs of the last days is it would be marked by great seducing doctrines of demons, uh, that it would be a, a time of deception, that if the Lord would not shorten the days, that even the very elect could be deceived. And so I believe that now more than ever, we must stay close to the person of Jesus Christ. We must get to know him as a person and, and his personality. Why? Because he is truth. There's a great deluding and deceiving influence. If you would ever tell me in the body of Christ that there would be a day that people would say that I'm extreme because of my stance on issues like abortion, my stance on issues like traditional marriage and morality, if you ever told me that I'd have to fight Christians and not the world because they have believed and bought the lie of deception that you can believe what you want to believe and I'll believe what I want to believe and God understands it. No, 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 no. We are living in 
the days of deception. We're on the verge of apostasy where there will be many that will leave their faith. And worse yet, there will be many that will be seduced away with a doctrine of demons that says, I can believe what I want. I can do what I want. I'm the exception to the rule. God loves me. But I'm telling you, there is a shift that is coming within the next 30 to 60 days. It's because God is getting ready to get up off of his throne and he's coming to the earth to bring his judgments. He's coming to root out evil and wickedness in the church house, in the White House, all the political, all the political garbage that's going on, all the division and the hatred in our country. It is because hell knows its time is short and demons are belching up from the very pit of hell trying to get people that don't even know one another to fight and to be full of strife and hate and offense. And yet one of the marks of the last days was that the love of many would wax cold. Total stranger, nobody you even know. There's hostility, there's violence, there's hatred, there's all kinds of fighting and infighting. And if you're not careful, that'll get inside of you. The word of the Lord tonight is to stay above the fray because God is getting ready to come and He's getting ready to deal with the earth. And I don't care what your views are, I don't care what you adhere to. Let God be God and every man a liar. God is true and He is on the side of righteousness, He's on the side of truth and equity and justice and holiness the fear of the Lord is about to enter the earth in a way that you and I have not seen in our lifetime for days and days and days and, and as the days gathered together it turned into a couple weeks I kept hearing a word I kept hearing a word in my spirit and that is why I encourage you to be a person of the word to read it even when you don't think you're getting anything out of it to can the word on the inside of you because you may not think you're getting anything out of it but you are storing it up in your spirit and at the right time and at the appointed time when you need a word of the Lord you have something that you put on the inside that the spirit of truth can come and bring to your remembrance and speak to you in a season when you need a word of the Lord. As I've been praying and as I've been fasting, as I've been seeking the Lord, I am not necessarily concerned with all the other churches and what they're doing tonight, but as a pastor in this house, as an elder, and as one with a prophetic voice, I've been praying, God, give me a word to help prepare the people. But Lord, I'm asking you that you would give them ears to hear and eyes to see because I'm going to be real honest with you, Father. I tire of standing and I tire of preaching and people just look at you and they do not hear and they do not see and they do not heed. I'm asking for a move of your spirit. I'm asking that you would break spiritual deafness, that you would open blind eyes, that you would cause people to come out of their religious sleep and out of their religious slumber and that they would hear the word of the Lord and they would not think so arrogant of themselves and their opinion in their own estimation that they can just write that off and say that's just the way she is. Well, Pastor Teresa is just a little crazy. She's just a little zealous for the Lord and when I look and I see people that are being deceived and they're being pulled away and they don't even realize it. The word that I bring to you tonight, I encourage you to get in the presence of God. I encourage you to judge the word. The Bible says in 1 John 4, 1, it says, Beloved, test the spirits and see whether they be of God. If you cannot hear, if you cannot sense the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon this vessel tonight, then take the word before him and say, God, I want you to show me what's true. I want you to give me ears to hear because I pray tonight that only the truth and the words of the Lord Jesus Christ 
Christ would come out of my mouth, that the enemy would not be allowed to impersonate the spirit of the Lord God or the spirit of truth, which is the Holy Ghost, but that you would hear tonight, for after tonight you shall be accountable for the days ahead, how you live and how you lead your life. Spirit of the Lord kept whispering to me, go into your house and hide yourself until the judgments of the Lord pass through. Go into your house and hide yourself until the judgments of the Lord pass through. And as I kept hearing that, I was like, well, we have all, due to everything that happened with this pandemic, we have all had to go into our houses. He said, no, that is not what I'm talking about. That is not what I'm talking about. And I kept hearing it over and over and over. And then I remembered, okay, it's in Isaiah. And I believed it was around the 20th uh, verse or whatever. And I kept hearing it. And on su- a Sunday morning, as I was walking through the hallway, I walked by Aaron. And I know that he is like me. And he has a love for King James Version. I said, Aaron, hide thyself in thy chambers and go until the Lord passes through. Where is that at? I said, find it for me and text it to me before I get to my office. And I was sitting right there. That text came in. I got to my office because I had believed that I had it correct in the context context and I did have it correct in the context. I'm going to read that verse to you and then I'm going to deliver the word that the Lord has been speaking to me for a couple weeks concerning you because God is a God that is holy. God is a God that is just and he is getting ready to come to the earth and he's going to make some judgments and the judgments of the Lord according to scripture, they are true and they are righteous and they are altogether good and lovely. So I as one that obeys the Lord does not fear his judgments. In fact, I welcome his judgments. I am tired of the injustice. I am tired of the lies. I am tired of the deception. I am tired of the lukewarmness. I am tired of the fear of the Lord that is not in the house of the Lord. And people run amok and they live like the world and they wonder why there's no power. They wonder why there's no anointing. Because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and those that fear the Lord depart from evil they no longer justify evil they no longer justify the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life uh, oh but they begin to say where is my life wrong where am I believing the lie I am not the exception I am not the exception to the word of God I am not the exception to holiness I am not the exception to consecration I have reduced Jesus to a genie in the bottle I've reduced him to he is so powerless that he cannot deliver me from sin that is a lie from the pit of hell and you need the devil driven out of you because the Bible says in Romans 6 that sin shall not have dominion over you Jesus is greater than sin Jesus gave his life to deliver from sin Jesus is the one who became sin for you not so you could stay in sin with a little bit of religion but you could get set free out of that mess I don't know about you but I was looking for a way to get rid of the sin. I was looking for a way to be cleansed of the filthy stain of sin. I was looking for a way to get out of all that oppression and that torment and that depression and that shame and that guilt and that mess. I was looking for a way out not to have a little bit of Jesus and stay in so I could comfort my flesh. 
I am sick of refuge of lies. The Bible says it is the Lord that is a safe refuge. It is the Lord where you run and where you hide. Not all the things that the devil has come with lies and deception and said you need this refuge over here. Whether it be addictions, whether it be money, whether it be career, whether it be food, whether it be alcohol or drugs or sex, whatever it is, it is a false refuge and it will cost you your soul. It is time that the church wake up. The judgments of the Lord are coming in the earth. And, and, and you might say, yeah, right, yeah, right. They've been saying that forever. If you cannot tell that something is different out there, if you cannot tell that 2020, something shifted, if you cannot tell that, that nobody's in control out there, the politicians aren't in control, the president isn't in control, the kings in the earth and, and all the provinces, nothing is in control. It's like 2020 is standing up and demanding your attention because we're on the cusp of a great awakening and my goodness if you're not awake right now if you haven't at least once lifted your eyes and said God are you trying to send a message when fires continually burn when insects show up and nothing will kill them but a praying mantis uh, when you have people that are fighting in the streets uh, because they're sick of the injustice and they cannot tolerate it anymore when you have rioting and looting and stealing when you have the hatred and the racism when you have churches over here saying it's okay don't worry about it. And you have other people in the church going over here and producing panic and fear in the body of Christ as if God would not protect the righteous. What in the world is wrong? We need to humble ourselves and look up and say, God, what are you trying to say? And when you begin to understand he's a holy and a just and a righteous God and the cup of wickedness in our nation is filled to the brim uh, that he's got to spill a little bit of that out that he's got to come and judge some things uh, he's got to come and right some wrongs he's got to come and deal with some things if you're living obedient uh, if you're living righteous it's just not a moment to fear it's not a moment to panic it's not a moment to quake uh, it's a moment to hide away and to seek his face and to pray and to fast and believe God to turn a nation to believe God that your children do not have to grow up and go into captivity and to go into oppression it is not the time for us to sit back and say oh it will pass passivity will not get it done God needs warriors that will rise up that are not afraid to be violent in their faith and push back the enemy and begin to pray and say my sons and my daughters and my grandchildren will not grow up in a godless nation that will go away captive that will be ruled by foreign nations uh, that will go into captivity but my sons and daughters shall be free and they will preach the gospel and they will go to nations and they will deliver the souls of men and women I will not lose the nation on my watch I will not I will not I will not because greater is he greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world the church has got to wake up it's got to wake up it's got to wake up Thank you for listening to this message by Pastor Teresa Verdecchio of New Destiny Christian Center. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, please visit us online at www.newdestinychristiancenter.com.